0: Bismillah wa alhamdulillah wa salatu wa ala rasulillah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Continuing with Zad al the book of Hajj of Imam al-Hajjawi rahimahullah ta'ala uh, We were talking about for the last few sessions the um, issues of the Ihram and last week we spoke about the penalties pertaining to the violations of the Ihram and today is going to be a continuation of that insha'Allah So the author he says faslun section Sheikh Mansour, in the explanation, he says, al This section is going to be speaking about the ruling of the fidya, the ruling of the penalty, which is given for that which is repeated as a violation, and that which is overlooked due to forgetfulness, and to whom the fidya, the penalty, is to be paid, and where the sacrifice should be sacrificed. Where the animal to be sacrificed should be sacrificed. and at And matters similar to that. So the author, he says Man كرر Mahdura من jinsin Whoever repeats a prohibition from one category. ولم Yafdi And he doesn't pay, and he hasn't paid for that penalty, then he only pays once. بخلاف صيدن, As opposed to the Said as opposed to the animal which is hunted, we'll explain this inshallah. Sheikh Mansur he says That a person falling into a prohibition of the Ahram and having repeated that prohibition falls into two situations or more First of them The first of them is that the Prohibition is of one category, of one type. Like for example, the person covers his head twice whilst in the state of Ihram. He does it once and then he does it again. Or he wears stitched clothing مخيط, three times. and matters which are similar to that. So what would happen here is situation A Fa anil for takfiikahida. لِاتِحَادِ If the person who does this repetitive violation of one category, if he hasn't given the penalty for the first for the first violation, then it suffices him to give only one penalty. So when a person covers his head once, if he hasn't paid the penalty for covering his head after doing the first covering of the head, and then he repeats the covering of the head again later, whilst in ihram, he it suffices him to pay one penalty for both of those violations because it's from the same category. So likewise, in the example we gave, if he was to wear the makhid, the stitched clothing, three different times in the haram, whilst in the haram, and he hasn't paid the penalty for any of them, then it suffices him to pay one penalty for all three because they are from one category. Secondly, second situation pertaining to this issue, وَإِن كَانَ لَقَدْ كَفْرَ but if he had paid for the first violation, the first time he violated the Ahram, فَإِنَّهُ يُكَفِّرْ كفارة أُخْرَى, Then he goes ahead and he pays another penalty for the second time he violates the ihram, even though they're from one category. Why? Because the first uh, the first violation, he paid for it. And then when it happens again, he should pay for it again. Mansour Sheikh Mansour, he says, now, the exception to this situation of the mahdoor, of the prohibition being repeated, and you only have to pay once in the way that we explained, is the following: aside said, is the animals which are hunted, which they shouldn't be hunted in a state of ihram. So, in this situation, no matter how he pays the fidya he's going to have to pay for each individual animal. Okay, even if they are from one category of animal which is hunted even if he doesn't pay the penalty uh, for the first animal that is hunted or the second animal that is hunted in any way in any which way Sheikh Mansour is saying that the person is going to have to pay for each and every animal which is hunted وذلك, and that is because تعالى, because of Allah's statement in the Quran النعم, that whoever kills the animal from you on purpose, then its recompense is to pay similar to that which has been killed. أن يكون المثل. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it a condition that there is a myth that for each animal paid there has to be a similar animal given in sacrifice or its amount in monetary terms paid. وعلى فلو صاد مجموعة فإنه يلزمه في في عَنْ كُلِّ, صيد. عن كل صيد. So if based upon this if a person he hunts a group of animals in one go, it doesn't matter, he has to pay a penalty for each and every animal that he hunted. Dufatan and that doesn't matter whether he hunted them all in one go aw ala dufa'at, or in separate instances. والألة and the reasoning for this أن fidya that every hunted animal is considered as being killing and spoiling independently. So it's obligatory to pay the fidya for each and every animal that is killed. The author says If the person does a penalty, does a violation from different categories, then he has to pay for each violation that he does. So unlike the previous Mas'ala that we mentioned that a person If he does uh, repeated violations from one category and he doesn't pay the first violation, then he can pay uh, in one go for all of the violations. Whereas in this situation that we're talking about about now, this mas'ala, they are not violations from one category, they are from a variety. So he has to pay for each violation. So Sheikh Mansur he says, So the prohibition is from a variety of categories. كاللبس like wearing clothing and putting on perfume and covering the head and similar to that So in this situation he repeats the, he repeats the penalty بحسب عدد المحذورات in accordance to the amount of violations that he has done So in this situation for every violation he has to pay a fidya because they're not from one category author he says whether the person wishes to reject the state of his his Ihram or not so this situation is when the person realizes that he has a variety of penalties to pay a person may say okay I'm going to take myself self out of the state of Ihram so I don't have to pay those penalties so he doesn't have the ability to take himself out of the state of Ihram this is not allowed this is what the sentence of the author means: رَفِدَ رَفِيدَ إِحْرَامَهُ أَوْلَى. Whether he rejects his ihram or not, Sheikh Mansur says: an تُوَانَ الْإِحْرَامَ لَا يَنْفَسَخْ. And the reasoning is because the ihram doesn't become void. عَلَى إِحْرَامِهِ. And the person stays in the situation of being in the ihram. وَلَوْ رفضه. Even if he rejects it. فصار رفض لِلْإِحْرَامِ وَجُوْدُهُ كأدمه. So the objection to his ihram has no uh, validation is of no meaning whatsoever قال, because Allah wa Ta'ala says Complete the Hajj and Umrah for Allah wa Ta'ala. So just because he fell into violations he's not allowed to leave after completion of the Hajj and Umrah So he doesn't have the right to leave the Hajj and Umrah Nusuk Except by completing the rituals أو if he was one of those who made that condition of Ishtirat You know the condition we mentioned before, that if a person feels that they're going to be sick or they may be prevented from entering into Mecca, etc. They can make a condition with Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la, that Allah mahali, that my freedom from the Ihram is حَيْتُ habastani, It's from the place where you have withheld me from completing the rituals bil Or the person can do that where it's required for the person who is in the muhsir the that we mentioned in the previous lesson, the one who is prevented from entering into Makkah by an enemy or something of that nature. An exception to this is السغير is the small person, is the small child. So this small child, if he refuses his ihram, he doesn't want to continue in the ihram, then he is able to leave the state of ihram because he is not from those people who it's obligatory upon them to fulfill the state of the Ihram, to fulfill the conditions and the completion of the Ihram. The author, he says, may Allah have mercy upon him, yasqutu binisyan, And the following matters are overlooked if they happen due to forgetfulness. fidya tulubsin, The penalty required for wearing clothing. tibin Or perfume. وطغطيت رأس, وطغطيت رأس and covering the head but not for meaning for forgetfulness is not a valid remover of the penalty in the following situation not for sexual intercourse or for um, the hunting of the animals or for removing nails or for removing the hair Sheikh Mansur, he says إِذَا وَقَعَ الْمُحْرِمْ فِي وَكَانَ حِينَهَا If the person in Ihram falls into violations and at the point of falling into the violation, he was forgetful. وَيُلْحِقْ and, and combined in ruling with forgetfulness is also the issue of being um, ignorant of the matter at hand. Or the person was mukri the person was compelled. So in these situations, the the Nisyan, in the forgetfulness, or the Jahal, or the person was ignorant of the rulings, or Mukrih, or the person was uh, compelled, then in these situations there is no sin upon the person. Shaykh Mansur says, But pertaining to how the penalties are in these situations, then the forbidden issues, the forbidden matters in the haram, will have two situations, first of them الطيب, that the prohibition is perfume أو لبس, المخيط, أو لبس المخيط, or the wearing of clothing or ras or the covering of the head لا so these three that we have mentioned there is no penalty to be given in the situation where the person was forgetful because they are not considered from the category category of al itlafat meaning the spoiling of something, the killing of something, or the removal of something. Second category, al-mahdur as sayd That the prohibition is sayd. The prohibition is hunted animals taqlim and the removing of nails al-halq and the removing of hair So these ones, even if it's done due to forgetfulness or uh, ignorance or being compelled, then still there remains a fidyah to be paid. Then the fidyah has to be paid. إطلاف, because in this situation there is itlaf. Itlaf meaning as we mentioned, the spoiling, the killing, the corruption, the removal of something. فيستوي فيه فيستوي so it's it doesn't matter, there's no difference whether the person did it on purpose, one or the person did it forgetful, out of forgetfulness, والمكري, or the person was compelled. كَمَّا أَنَّنَّا أَوْجَبْنَا الْمِثْلَ فِي مَالَ الْآدَمِي النِّسِيَانْ وَنَحْوهِ And this is like when a person is in charge of a person's money or he's in the possession of somebody else's money taking care of it and out of forgetfulness or out of ignorance or out of being compelled then this person ends up losing and spoiling the money that he was in charge of so this person still has to replace the money that he was in charge of so the forgetfulness and the جَهَل and the ignorance and the Ikrah and the compelling is not taken as an excuse in the matters that we have just mentioned. Thania and Ahmad A second narration from Imam Ahmad in the Madhhab That with forgetfulness, with ignorance of the ruling, with being compelled then there is no fidya, there is no penalty for any of the issues that have been mentioned. وَلَا فَرْقْ فِي ذَلِكْ بَيْنَ جَمِيعَ الْمَحَذُورَاتِ And there is no difference in that between any of the prohibitions. وَإِخْتَارَهَا And this opinion has been chosen by Imam Ibn Al-Jawzi and Imam Ibn Taymiyyah wa Ibn Qayyim wa Ibn Taymin رحمة الله عليهم May Allah have mercy upon all of them. He said وَكُلْ وَحَدِّينَ أَوْ إِطْعَامُ al الْحَرَّمِ That every sacrifice or feeding is for the poor of the Haram. Shaykh Mansur he says, wa That all of the sacrifice that the person does and it is connected to the sanctuary, to the haram of Mecca, or to the situation of the إحرام, to the rulings of the إحرام hu Then the ruling of this is that he distributes these penalties, the feeding and the sacrificial uh, animal, the meat of it, to the people of the haram and enters into this number one Al al Wajib, the obligatory حدي, the obligatory, obligatory sacrifice. Wal Qiran, like the sacrifice of the one who is Hajmutamutta or Hajj al Quran. Secondly, Matatawa min that which one does out of voluntary sacrifice. Thirdly, Al Fiddiya tarki Wajib, the penalty for paying for, for having left off an obligatory act uh لَوْ tarak al ihram in al For example, if somebody left the wearing of the ihram from the Miqat, from the designated points. Fourthly, الْإِطْعَامِ feeding ka سِتَّةِ Sitatima فِي fi fidat al like the feeding of six um, poor people in the fiddyatul adha, in the penalties which are known as the Fidatul Adda, wait'aam fi جَزَاءِ Said and the feeding for the replacement of the dead animal which was not to be hunted. فهذه كُلَّهَا تَكُونُ فِي الْحَرْمِ So all of these are to be in the Haram. وَتُصْرَفْ لِلْفِقَرَاءِ الْحَرْمِ And it's to be given to the poor people of the sanctuary of the Haram. وَالدَّلِيلِ And the evidence is Qawul ibn Abbas, is the statement of Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنه الْحَدِّي bi بِمَكَّةَ That the sacrificial animal and the feeding is to be in Mecca. وَصَوْمُ حَيْتُ شَاءَ Whereas fasting, as a penalty can be done wherever the person wishes to do so. Because the hadi, the sacrificial animal and the at'am and the feeding is nusuk, it's from the rituals of and Umrah. It's, it's peculiar to the haram. so it's to be distributed in the haram. and the poor of the haram are as follows. kana They are the ones who are within the boundaries of the sanctuary of Mecca. and kan min ahlihi whether or not they are from the people who originate from Mecca min or from those who come to Mecca min al-hujjaj from the people who make in hajj and other than the hujjaj min al-fuqara from the poor tutfa from the poor people who are due who it's their right to take zakah the author, he says, وَفِدْيَةُ الْأَذَى وَاللُّبْسِ وَالنَّحْوِهِمَا وَالْضَمُّ الْإِحْسَارِ حَيْتُ الْوُجِدَ سَبَبُهُ The penalties for fidya-al-adha and Lubs and for wearing clothing, وَالنَّحْوِهِمَا and similar to them, Damul الْإِحْسَارِ and the penalty for the one who is مُحْسِر حَيْتُ الْوُجِدَ سَبَبُهُ will take place where these penalties, where these violations took place, where these situations took place. Sheikh Mansur he says fidyatul adha fidyatul adha the penalty for these violations known as fidyatul adha hiya in da fi al it is pertaining to the one who fell into removing his hair aw lubs or wearing clothing aw tib or wearing perfume aw taqti' al ra's or for covering the head wa nahwiha and similar to that takunu these penalties are to be done wherever the person fell into these violations, in the place, same place. So if the person fell into these penalties outside of the haram, or inside of the haram, So the person, he fulfills the penalty at the place where he did the violation. Likewise, also the penalty that needs to be paid for the one who is muhsir, the one who is preventing from entering into Mecca. Al al the the um the sacrifice which is given if the one is in a state of ihsar is a is a And he's unable to enter into the haram to fulfil and to complete his rituals. Then he fulfills this penalty this sacrifice wherever he found the reason for doing so. and it is the place where he was prevented from continuing on. So in kana dakhil whether or not that was in the sanctuary of haram or outside the sanctuary of haram. Wa in arada lil-haram, falahu And if he's outside of the haram and he wants to send his sacrificed meat to the people of the haram, he's allowed to do that, and it will suffice him. Dalilu and the evidence is and the Prophet ﷺ that the Prophet ﷺ نَحْرَ حَدْيَهُم بِالْحُدَيْبِيَةِ خَارِجِ الْحَرَمِ مَكَانِ إحصاره, that the Prophet ﷺ he sacrificed his sacrificial animal at the place of Hudaybiyah, which was outside of the Haram and it was the place where he was prevented from continuing with the rites of Hajj and Umrah. <coughs> the author he says bi kulli and the fasting would suffice, is permitted in any place. It doesn't have to be at the place where the violation took place. Sheikh Mansur he said, so the person who has fasting which is obligatory upon him either due to having fallen into the category of adha or غَيْرِهَا or other than it, then his, then this will be um, accepted to be done in any place and it's not stipulated that it has to be done within the sanctuaries of the Haram and points to this as evidence is the previous of Ibn Abbas that we just mentioned that the person can fast wherever he wishes to do so also, what is a logical reason for the person not having to fast exclusively in the Haram? Rather he can fast wherever he wants to. This is a question to yourselves. What is a logical reason for the allowance of the person to fast wherever he wants to and it doesn't have to be done in the Haram? <laughs> the scholars they say نَفْعُهُ لصاحبه فلا because the fasting, the benefit of the fasting is for the person himself. It doesn't extend to beyond him, like, the, like whereas the sacrificial animal, he's able to distribute that to the poor and to benefit the poor. So that's why it's connected to the haram. Whereas uh, fasting, it has no benefit for other than the person who's fasting himself. So, li bi makan. That's why it has no meaning for it to be connected specifically to a place the author he says وَالْدَمُّ and the dham, the penalty which is to do with uh, spilling blood which is to do with having to sacrifice an animal it is a shirt. meaning a goat or a sheep or anything of that nature or a seventh of a camel anha and it's also permissible to sacrifice a cow Shaykh Mansour, he says, الدم في أُرف الفقهاء هنا يدخل فيه أحد ثلاثة أمور That Damm, the word Damm in the terminology of the scholars of Fiqh enters into one of three things. The first of them, شات, sheep or goat. والمُرَاد بِهَا جِنْسُهَا مِنَ الذَّكْرِ أَوِ الْأُنْثَةِ That the intent by shaat is its general noun whether it's masculine or feminine from the sheep, the lamb, and the goat, etc. Secondly, a seventh of a camel. However, the person cannot go out and buy a seventh, uh, a meat which equates to a seventh of a camel. He can't just go out and buy the meat. Rather, the intention that it's for um, that I am slaughtering this camel, that this camel is being slaughtered as a fidya, as a penalty for the violation that I have fallen into should be present at the time of slaughtering. Okay, so here's a point to note though. However, this person he's able to share with six other people, there can be seven of them in the sharing of the camel that is to be slaughtered. But the one who has the penalty to pay, his seventh, for him the intention has to be there, that I am slaughtering this camel for this particular reason, which is the penalty for the violation that I have fallen into. However, the other six that are sharing with him, they don't have to have that uh, intention when slaughtering the camel. They can have any intention that they so wish to have. Thirdly, Shaykh Mansour mentioned, sub'u baqara, a seventh of a cow, kathalik, that is also sufficient, okay? And the evidence, at dalil in Sahih muslim the evidence in Sahih muslim the hadith of Jabir radiallahu anhu, he said, الله الله We went out with the Prophet, وسلم, making Talbiya Fu Hajj. So the Prophet commanded us and ibl that we be joined together as partners in the camel, in the sacrifice of the camel, while and the cow also. Kullu uh, Sabatin Each group of seven from us will sacrifice a camel together. The author moves on now And he talks about babu و جزائل Matters in specific Pertaining to uh, Animals which are hunted Okay and he's talking about the Sayd here The animals animals which are prohibited To be hunted And they have a myth, They have animals which are likened to them Let's take it bit by bit Sheikh Mansur he says This chapter, the author has brought it together, has written it, to identify and to mention what is connected to the killing of the Sayid, which are prohibited. And to give clarity to what are what are replacements for the animals which have been killed. Or its pl- replacement in terms of monetary terms in lam if an actual animal cannot be found to replace the one which has been killed al fi subhanahu wa ta'ala and the asl for this the evidence for this asl has many meanings in fiqh asl means the original state of affairs it can mean the original ruling and it can also mean evidence here asl is used as to mean evidence والأصل في هذا قوله سبحانه وتعالى الأصل in this situation is the statement of Allah wa ta'ala in Surah Al يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تقتلوا وأنتم أو you who believe do not kill animals which are forbidden upon you whilst in the state of Ihram. ومن قتله منكم متعمدا فجزاء مثل ما قتل من النعم and for whoever does kill these animals which are prohibited then he has to replace those animals uh, from cattle يحكم به minkum حدٍ that people of experience and knowledge they will determine for you what is the animal that has to be replaced and it will be sent as sacrificial meat uh, to the people of the Kaaba. or you will pay the penalty of feeding the poor if the animal cannot be found أو عدل ذلك بالأمره. or if these two cannot be done then you will do the like of fasting, as we mentioned in the previous lesson, uh, so that the person may taste the severity of what he has done. Allahu Amma Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala forgiven that which has passed, and whoever returns to the prohibitions, then Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala will take revenge upon him. And Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is all is almighty. Able to do complete retribution, Subhanahu wa Taala. Sheikh Mansour says, anna Qisman." It's been previously mentioned that Sa'id, that the animals which are not not to be hunted whilst in ihram, are of two types. Number one, that which has a replacement animal, and number two, lahum, and that which does not have a replacement animal. Walladhi lahu lahu Thalathu Halat, that which has a replacement animals has three situations. The first of them وسلم, That the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم himself gave a ruling regarding the replacement of the animal which was hunted فَيُؤْخَذْ بحكم النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم, So we go to the ruling of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and take that وَلَا يَجُوزُ غير ذلك And is not allowed to do other than what the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم has mentioned An example of that الضَبْعُ that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi with regards to the Dab'a, the hyena, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi stated and stipulated that a Kabsh, a ram or a male sheep must be given in its place. As mentioned in the Hadith of Jabir in Ahmad and Nabi Dawood, he said Sa'altu Rasulullahi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and al I asked the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi pertaining to the hyena?" so he said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it is the animal which should not be hunted, wa fihi wa fihi and if it is hunted, then to be paid as a penalty is the qabsh, sadahul muhrim, if the muhrim hunts this animal. Secondly, hukum in sahaba. Secondly, those animals which the companions anhum, that the companions they gay fatwa on. So you return to their rulings and to their judgments in these situations. وَيَأْتِي أَمْثِلَةُ And there will be examples of this to come soon. Also أَلَّا يَكُون تَقَدَّمَ فِي حُكْمِ Also a third situation is that the the Prophet didn't give a ruling in that particular animal. وَلَا مِنَ Nor did the companions give a ruling. فَيُرْجَى إِلَىٰ قَوْلِ عَدْلَيْن مِنْ الْخِبْرَةِ So in this situation you would go to two people of knowledge in the field of these matters, of the penalties of the... Uh, Ihram. because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, bihi adlim that two uh, people of justice and knowledge they are to do the judging in these matters. So they these two will give a ruling with regards to the animal which needs to be replaced, and they will look at the characteristics of the animal in terms of its creation, they won't consider its uh, value unless there is no replacement animal. That's when they will consider its value. The author, may Allah have mercy upon him, he says, fin In the na'ama, in the ostrich, you have to pay a camel. Sheikh Mansur said, that the person, if he kills an ostrich, the muhrim, if he kills the ostrich, then he has to replace it with a camel. naqala ibn Qudama, ibn Qudama ibn they brought about ijmaa al-Sahaba ala that they said there's a consensus from the companions, radiyallahu anhum in this situation. wa ruwya thalik an Umar, and it was also mentioned by Umar, wa Uthman wa Ali wa jama'atan min al-Sahaba, wa jama'atum al-Sahaba, and a group of the companions. That they gave the fatwa that the one who kills the ostrich he has to replace it with a camel. The author he says, and the wild donkey and its jenny. Okay, and the eel and the thetel, these are two types of antelopes and also the wa'al, which are mountain goats in general Baqarah, a Baqarah has to be paid, a cow has to be paid so if any of these animals that we've just been mentioned have been slaughtered, have been killed by the one in Ihram he shouldn't have done so then he has to pay as a penalty a Baqarah فَإِذَا صَادَ المحرم, says, صَادَ الْمُحْرِمْ شَيْئًا مِنْ هذه، So if the Muhrim hunts one of these things, يَهْدِي Then he has to sacrifice a Baqra. حَكَمَ بِذَلْكَ صَحَابَ The Sahaba رضي الله عنهم gave fatwa on this. منهم عمر وابل عمر وابل عباس رضي الله عنهم From them was عمر الله عمر عباس الله عنهم قوله The author he says وَالضبعي كبش uh, with regards to the hyena, a kabsh has to be paid, a male sheep or a ram. عنز, and with regards to the gazelle, the ants, the goat has to be paid. Sheikh Mansour said, kubshan, That if the muhrim kills a hyena, um, then he has to pay the kabsh. دك and Sheikh Mansour says that the kabsh is the male the daan, the, the male sheep in any uh, in any age wa idha sada gazal fa innahu yuhdi ans an if he hunts the gazelle then he has to pay the ans he has to pay the goat what the dalilu and the evidence ma wara da an ashabah anhum the evidence is the fatwa from the companions fi dhabbi bikabsh that they said in the dhabbi there was a kabsh when umar ibn khattab annahu qada and that umar radiallahu anhu gave the fatwa فِي الْعَنْزِ That the Anz, with regards to the Anz, you have to pay a gazelle. With regards to the goat, you have to pay a gazelle. وَوَجْهُ ذَلِكِ And uh, the understanding of this, أَنَ الْعَنْزِ فِيهَا bil بِالْغَزَالِ That the Anz, the goat, it is likened to the gazelle. لِأَنَّهُ مَقْطُعٌ مِنَ Because it, its tail is cut. And likewise the goat's tail is also cut. The author says, Well Weber the Weber is a Hyrax, if you know what that animal is. Well and the desert lizard the dub is the desert lizard. Jadun, you will have to pay Jadyun. Sheikh Mansour says, for these two animals. And it is the male from the kids of the goat. And it should be at the age of six months. The author he says, well, yarbu jafra and killing the yarbu' the yarbu' is an animal which looks like a cross between a mouse and a rabbit found in the deserts uh, excuse me so um, in this situation the yarbu' you would have to pay the jafra sheikh Mansur he said man man saw the yarbu' and ah the jafra Whoever uh, kills the Yarbu, then he has to uh, pay and sacrifice the jaffra. Well, jaffra to malaha arba to and the Jafra is that which is four months old from غنم, from the sheep or the or the uh, goats. And the author he said the one who kills the rabbit has to pay the anaq. مَنْ سَادَ أَرْنَبًا أَهْدَ عناقا. Whoever kills an arnab, the rabbit has to pay. The anaq is the female from the kids of the goat. The author he says, Wal shat. And with regards to the pigeon, the person has to pay shirt, the person has to pay the shirt, the um the sheep or the goat. So Likened also to the pigeon is anything else which resembles the pigeon, okay? In the way that it drinks water. So would we'll enter into that turtle doves and any other types of pigeon-like animals. The author, Sheikh uh, uh, Mansur says the evidence وَالدَّلِيلُ حُكْمُ عُمْر وَأُثْمَان عَلَى أَنْ Yahdishat, That Umar رضي الله and Uthman also رضي الله he gave the fatwa, they gave the fatwa, and other than them, that whoever hunts the that whoever hunts the pigeon, then they have to pay whoever hunts the pigeon, then they have to pay the sheep. Whoever hunts the pigeon, then they have to pay the sheep. فإنقيل, Shaykh Mansur says, if it is asked, الْحَمَامَةِ وَالشَاتِ what is the likeness between the pigeon and the shirt? What is the likeness between the pigeon and the sheep, شبه, the likeness between them? And منهما يعب عب that both of them they drink the water in a slurping type of way. في والما, that they drink water in the same way. بعد ذلك إذا وجدنا لم به الصحابة after mentioning this, if we find a situation with the companions of the Allah did didn't give a fatwa, فيه, then we bring about two righteous people, two people of knowledge and justice that will give us the fatwa in this situation. The author he moves on and he says Babu haram. Uh, issues pertaining to the hunting taking place in the sanctuary of the haram so what we mentioned was specific uh, was uh, as violations for the muhrim in any place not only specific to the haram now he's mentioning issues which are specific to the haram This chapter, the author brought it about to give clarity to the rulings of the hunted animals in the haram. And also pertaining to the animals which are hunted in the sanctuary of Medina and its plantation. And issues which are pertaining to that. So the haram is related to when we speak about it, either the Haram of Mecca or the Haram of Medina. The author says So it's prohibited to hunt the animals of the sanctuary of Mecca, whether the person is in the state of ihram or not in the state of ihram. Sheikh Mansour says that the hunting is forbidden upon everybody who is in the sanctuary of the haram. Sawa and Kana Muhriman Awhalal, whether the person is in ihram or not in ihram. Wa dalla ala wal And the sunnah points to this as does the consensus the ijmah. Mina sunnah from the sunnah in the hadith in Bukhari, Muslim of Ibn Abbas, Anna Rasulullah that the Prophet said on the day of the fat of Makkah فَهُوَ حَرَامٌ بِحُرْمَةٍ لَا إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ This is now a sanctuary من مكة by the sanction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until the Day of Judgment. لَا يُعْضَدُ شَوْكُهُ Its um, its bushes or its plants are not to be chopped. وَلَا يُنَفَرُ سَيْدُهُ And its uh, animals are not to be chased away in hunting. <coughs> Excuse me. وَلَا إِلَّا مَنْ عَرَّفَهَا and its lost property is not to be picked up except by the one who recognizes who the owner is. And also there's an ijma also mentioned by Imam Ibn mundir and others al فَقَدْ أَجْمَعَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ عَلَى تَحْرِيمِ الْحَرْمِ عَلَى الْحَلَال وَالْمُحْرِمِ So the ijma is there mentioned by Ibn mundir and others that the Muslims have consensus that the Sayyid is not to be hunted in the Haram for the one who is in Ihram, or the one out of Ihram. And the ruling given for the Sayyid, for the hunting, is like the rulings given to the Muhrim when he hunts animals which he shouldn't hunt. And it's forbidden to cut the trees in the Haram or its uh, natural growth. Sheikh Mansour says, "Yahrumuqat al-shadr al-haram wa hashishil aqdar," and it's forbidden to cut the trees of the haram or its natural growth. Wal-muradu bi and the intent of this ma anbathuhu Allah min ghayt sabab min al that which is grown naturally without the intervention of a human being, la al-yabis bi not that which has dried up and become dry and withered away. By the ijmah, by the consensus of the ulema except for the izhar, mean the izhar is an exception, it can be used, it can be cut. Okay, and uh, made as an exception from the prohibition is the izhar, and the evidence is the hadith of Al Abbas in Bukhari and Muslim, where he said, Ya Rasulullah, إلا except Ya O Messenger of Allah, please make it a ruling that you give an exception for the idhar. لِيقَيْنِهِمْ For verily the blacksmiths they use that and the people use it in their housing. So the Prophet made the exception from the plantation that can not be cut. He said إِلَّا إِذْخَرِ Except for the إِذْخَرِ وَكَانُوا يَجْعَلُونَهُ فِي buyut And they used to use it in their housing فوق uh, On top of the branches لِيُثْبِتِ الطِين So that the clay would be um, stabilized. وَفِي الْقُبُورِ and also in the graves they would use it لِيَمْنَ تَصَرْبُ الْتَرَابِ إِلَى الْمَيْتِ so that the Turab, that the, that the soil and the mud wouldn't reach the dead person the body of the dead person the author he says وَيَحْرُمُوا سَيْدُ الْمَدِينَةِ and it's not permitted either to hunt in Medina What Dalilu in Bukhari muslim the evidence in Bukhari muslim from Ali رضي الله عنه, who said that the Prophet ﷺ said المَدِينَةُ حَرَبٌ مَا بَيْنَ عَيْرٍ إِ that Madira Medina is also a sanctuary, a prohib a sanctuary, uh, like the Haram between the place of Al Air to Thawr. The author he said, Wala jaza'a. However, there is no penalty. Sheikh Masoor if a person hunts in the sanctuary of Medina, then there is no penalty upon him. He's sinful. It's a major sin but there's no penalty upon him wa dalil and the nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam lam yat lam alayhi jazaa that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam didn't put upon it a jazaa a recompense إحرام, and also because it's a place where the person can enter into it without being in the state of ihram so it's not obligatory in it that there be recompense for the penalty wa li annan nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam rattabal wa'id ashadid fi al-akhirah and also because the Prophet ﷺ pertaining to Medina uh, warned that there will be a severe punishment for the person who, who introduces an innovation in Medina However the Prophet ﷺ for this situation didn't uh, mention a kafar, an expiation that can be done in this dunya جزاء, or a penalty In Bukhari the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam said أَلْمَدِينَةُ حرم that the Medina is a sanctuary ثور, between ayr and Thor. So whoever introduces an innovation in Medina, أو آو or he gives he gives protection to the one who introduces an innovation. فعليه لعنة الله والملائكة والناس ajma'in then upon him is the curse of Allah SWT and the angels and all of mankind لا يقبل الله منه يوم القيامة صرف ولا عدل Allah SWT will accept nothing from him on the day of judgment the author he says للعلف wa ونحوه that the vegetation is allowed to be used for feeding the cattle and also you can use the trees chopping the wood for making the necessity, the necessary tools that are required for you to make when plowing. طيب, Shaykh Mansoul says حرم المدينة يجوز أقص ما دعت الحاجة إليه that in the madina, the sanctuary, it's permissible to use that which is needed كالعلف للبهايم like feeding العلف. كالعلف للبهايم like feeding the cattle, uh, plants, etc. ونحو ذلك and similar to that. And also the tools which are used for plowing when you plow the ground when using the camel and that which is similar to it. مكة, as pertaining to the sanctuary of Mecca, Sheikh Mansour says, pertaining to Mecca, then there is no situation where you are allowed to cut down the trees and it's uh, and that which has been forbidden, unless it is an extreme necessity. مِنَ الْأَمُورَ الَّتِي يُخَالَفُ فِيهَا حَرُمُ wa وَحَرُمُ مَكَّةِ And these are the differences between the sanctuary of Mecca and the sanctuary of Medina. وَحَرُمُهَا مَا بَيْنَ عَيْرٍ إِلَى ثور. And the haram, the sanctuary, its boundaries is between عَيْرٍ and ثَهُرٍ حَدُّ حَرُمُ المدينة, the the boundaries of the sanctuary of Medina, Sheikh Mansour says, من شرق والغرب from the east to the west, لا al المدينة the two volcanoes of Medina وهم and they are the الحرتان الشرقية والغربية the one in the east and the one in the west ومن الشمال والجنوب, and from the north and the south عير Thor. it is the uh, the uh, the mount known as or the place known as عير and Thor. And they are two mountains which are well known. And this is brought about in the hadith where the Prophet ﷺ said I make forbidden what is between these two mountains. And in the hadith Medina is a sanctuary from that which is between the mountains of ayr and Thor. And with this we come to the end speaking about the penalties and the violations of the situation of the muhrim and I hope that it was clear and I hope that in it there was benefit. Next week by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we will enter into bab dukhul makkah the enter into how the hajj actually takes place and the steps that the muhrim is going to go through step by step with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anything which was correct was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the mistakes and shortcomings were from myself and shaitan if you have any questions then feel free if not <coughs> may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you immensely